Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Jared Waitley. Here's a snapshot of Thursday, February 8th. Cam Smith is still hoping to represent Australia at the Olympics. You know, I think um, for me, I'm probably only going to play uh, four, four tournaments that really count towards my world ranking, um, which is a bit of a disadvantage, I guess, to the other Aussie guys. Um, but I really want to be there. So um, obviously just try and prepare as good as I can for those, for those majors and, um, you know, try and put on the, the shield again. Port Adelaide coach Ken Hinckley thinks we could play more home and away matches each season. I think a little looks okay. I think we've been able to trim that back over the last few years and it's to a point now where, you know, basically you're getting one and a half, one and a half looks with opposition. You know, we, we play, a, you know, the, the trial with the Crows. It'll be less than a proper game and then we'll, we'll go full bore against Fremantle with, a, you know, a full AFL dress rehearsal and then into it. So I think that's about as tight as you could make it. Um, you know, I don't think you go much less, but I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of an advocate for, for more games in season than they're actually than playing the pre-season games. So I think that that's also something to consider. So if we were going to claw back any more of the calendar, you, you'd prefer that we clawed it back with the real stuff? Yep, absolutely. I think we could um, potentially get another game or two in if, we, if we're, we're prepared for it. And Hinckley spoke about his own job security entering a fresh season. You, you get used to it. Is, I'm, not, I'm not sure if the word used to it is exactly the right word. You, you, get to, you learn to live with it. And I think um, the reality for me is um, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother me um, like it once perhaps did you know, if I go back three, four, five years ago. Whereas now I go, you know what, the industry I'm in is, is, is a great industry. It has lots of information. Around, it has lots of talkback that goes on in it. I have to accept that it, I'm a part of that talkback because I want to be in that industry. And now I can just go about and do, as I said earlier, do what I can do best and then let, let the narrative go on. As I said, um, lots of comments get made. Lots of things get said. The reality is they're almost a day-by-day comment. AFL record editor Ashley Brown with his top four industry movers and shapers. Kylie Rogers, the AFL, she's, um, she could have been the chief executive of Hawthorne, I suspect, had she really wanted to uh, have that job. But she's staying with the AFL. So much runs through her office now, the AFL. Basically, whatever they, money they make from their various deals comes through her office, you know, like half a million dollars a year, something like that, uh, she's responsible for, hugely regarded in the game. And I think, you know, as I said, she's, she, did, she missed out on the chief executive role, the AFL this time, but I think she's in the, already in the frame t- to be, you know, the, the next chief executive of the league. Uh, she could have done a lot of things in a lot of sports, but she's remained loyal to the AFL. So Kylie Rogers at four. Who's at three? Three is Laura Kane. Um, if there's a theme to this year's moves and shapers, Jared, it's that the focus on football, and I want to sort of remember that old Richmond group that tried to take over <laughs> a few years ago, but 
I think, and I think you might agree with her, they neglected their core business a bit the last couple of years, the AFL. The core business of the game is football, and I think Laura Kane has overseen that. A great appointment, super impressive to date. Um, with some major appointment that she's brought in as well, I think there were a lot of areas of the game. League last year was successful and it was a brilliant season in spite of itself at times. So I think she's going to come in with a mandate to, to, to get footy 100% right. Without footy, without the competition we see on a, on the weekend, there, there's no AFL. So it's a, it's a wide brief, but uh, given what she has to do and what she's done already, I think she, she's up there with a bullet at number three. Laura Keynes at three. Two. Paul Marsh uh, delivered a brilliant CBA. The players are equal partners in the fate of the game now. Um, he's delivered two CBAs. I've said this many times. He, he's, he's, he's a union man, really, with all that comes with that. He's got zero interest, to the best of my knowledge, of unlike some of his predecessors of going to work for a club or going to work for the AFL. He just does what he does really well. I, I, I haven't done the research thoroughly, Jared. I don't know what you think, but he'd be one of the best sports union officials, I think, in the world. I think he would stand alongside uh, European soccer, the NFL, NBA, those sorts of sports. I think he's, maybe that's maybe that's his next step because uh, you know he's 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 done two CBAs here. Does he have the appetite for third? Maybe I know he's already working on it, but uh, he's just incredibly uh, impressive figure in the game. Yeah, to have done the two national sports, cricket and footy already. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah and just having done the the CBA, his influence is undeniable. And number one must be the AFL chief executive. Yeah, Andrew Dillon. Look, I'm, he gets the he gets the job. Whoever is holding that role gets it every year. So there's no surprise, no real science behind it, other than the fact that it's the biggest job in the game. Can't wait to see how it goes. I mean, he's made some key appointments. I don't think he's going to be as gregarious as Gill was. He's not going to go on your show and match trade barbs with you and Robbo to the same level. But I think he's, you know, he's a great football person. He's one of us. Jerry's a fan of the game, grew up in the game. He's coached, he's played. Um, he's got the strong legal background, which you're going to need. We talked about areas like concussion, for example. They're going to need a really strong legal background, I think, to see the AFL through the next few years. So he gets the, the, the nod at number one and uh, can't wait to see what he does, uh, does with the job as we get close to the season. And Shannon Gill recounted Don Lane's place in the history of how we watch the Super Bowl in Australia. Because it, was a, because it became this cult hit, the ABC actually started having live Super Bowl parties. So yes, he did the Tuesday night show, but it was, okay, we're going to go live with the Super Bowl and let's have a party around it. So they would invite people into the studio, invite fans in, you would register, come into the studio, I think it was in Sydney, and he would host the links from there and they'd do all sorts of things. You know, they'd have sort of challenges and stuff with with with, uh, with a footy and all that sort of stuff. And, and it got to a point that it became such a such a buzz that Don, whether Don talked them into it or not, but he actually went over for two Super Bowls and hosted. The ABC sent Don over for two Super Bowls and hosted it. And that's just a snapshot. The full program and all interviews are available through the Waitley podcast. Subscribe to sen.com.au.